Hey guys, this is Brian and David. We're here to talk about your HVAC. This is pretty much for homeowners that find themselves uh, needing to replace, or not even needing to replace, but having issues with the HVAC and what's the right direction forward for them. Now, David and I have talked about this a long time and we decided, you know, who is this, who is this for? And we thought that really for homeowners, we go to a lot of homes and they, and they don't seem to be prepared for this. So David kind of Tell me what you think um, when you go out. What do you see in the homes? Well, I mean, for starters, you're right. We have been wanting to do this podcast. We This is not for HVAC people. This is for the average homeowner. You know, this is for the type of client that we're going and seeing. We want to be able to help you and get this process going and make it a smoother transition and make it easier to understand so that when that time does come or heaven forbid it's there now you've got a little bit of background and you can actually make an educated decision on what you need to do to make things as comfortable as energy efficient and the best possible setup indoor air quality whatever the situation may be yeah i you know, it's common that um, when the the issues start happening with the AC, the homeowners just seems to be caught continuing just off guard, like they weren't prepared for this at all. So we kind of wanted to go over some things and explain what's happening, what are some steps you should be considering going forward. If you find yourself in this situation, here's what you should do. So that's kind of the genesis of what we did. Um, yeah, we don't well, want you to overpay. I, I've learned from a lot of the clients that I go and see. It's a lot easier to do all this when you're comfortable and you do not want to have to be making these decisions when it's 95 degrees in your house and you and your comfort advisor are dripping wet with sweat. It's not the right time to be trying to learn about your AC and some of the issues you're having, right? Yes, yes. I think that's one thing that homeowners, you know how people say, I'm going to drive this car until the wheels fall off, right? And it's easy to say that with HVAC, that you're not going to be proactive with it. But man, let me tell you how uncomfortable that home's going to be while when the wheels do fall off, right? We've A both planned replacement is going to be easier and more affordable than an emergency replacement. All right. So, David, who are we to offer this advice? We're, how are we qualified to do that? Do we need to be qualified? No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, I'm David. Um, I was in the oil field before I got into this, working on oil rigs and wanted to make a change for my family. And I literally began in the warehouse. I was just organizing parts and delivering parts and pieces and learned the insides and outs as we were having to take apart pieces and take them to the recycling centers and got to the point where I was eventually asked, you know, hey, do you mind helping out on an install? And next thing you know, I'm installing air conditionings and, and running lead and, hey, we're short on a service tech. Do you mind running a call for us? And, and next thing you know, I'm a service technician and they pay for me to go to school. And I went to the Lednix Build-A-Tech class at that time and came out as a Nate certified service technician and ended up being the lead service technician and kind of ended up having to get into the design phase, you know, but I've got that very technical background of being a service technician. And I'm very thankful to have literally come up from the very bottom that you can in this industry. And I've been in thousands of homes and replaced the 
18,000 square foot homes and I've replaced garage mini split air conditionings and I've worked on everything in between as well. So hopefully some of the things that I've learned out in the field and in my time are going to be able to help you guys. What about you, Brian? Great. Who the heck are you well, to give me any advice? Well, I'm just your average, uh, what was it? Your average operations manager. I worked on the back end quite a bit and, uh, I think uh, I saw, you know, we had what were considered comfort advisors, and I never really thought they were that good. And it was just something I didn't even know that was a real job uh, until I went into residential side. I didn't know this was something you could do, but it was right up my alley. And like you, I've I've helped thousands of homeowners now with this um, when they find themselves with a broken AC, finding a way forward. Um, something that I really enjoy. Um, just really, uh, really happy to be here and happy to be helping others moving forward. Roger. That so, I guess that's who we are. That's why we're here. Why don't we get right into it? Uh, what is an AC? What oh, do you we're just going to get down to the basics here, huh? Yeah, we're going to really start at the at the ground floor with this. Well, I mean, an air conditioning is can sound complex. But we live in Houston, Texas, and so this may not be for some of the areas that you're at, okay? But the typical air conditioning in Houston, Texas is an outdoor condensing unit. You have an indoor evaporator coil, and then you have a natural gas furnace. The way, simply put, that an air conditioning works is it removes heat from inside of the home and gets rid of it outside. It also mm -hmm. helps a lot with the humidity control as that is being getting rid of with that evaporator coil also. So I mean, you've got three basic parts, um, outdoor unit, the indoor unit, and then the furnace. But the furnace is a pretty intricate part of your air conditioning too, because you've got your blower motor in there and your computer board is kind of the brains of the operation. Um, I think that's a pretty basic setup on air conditioning. What do you think? Oh, I agree with you. And, and when something goes wrong, uh, really uh, expensive repairs are going to be one of these three components. Um, now, not, not every time when something goes wrong with one of these uh, components do we have to replace the component, right? But when you are, let's say you're out getting your proposals or um, estimates from contractors and you want an estimate for an AC, it's important to know that for some people, an AC is that condenser outside. For some people, it's the condenser and the coil. And for others, it's the complete system, the condenser coil and the furnace. So when you're out doing this, you want to make sure you're comparing apples to apples. Um, that's one thing that I found that a lot of homeowners don't realize that one person quoted one thing and someone else quoted something very different and they're trying to compare them like they're apples to apples. But yeah, I agree yeah. with what you said about that. And the other thing air. is, you know, these air conditionings can look different and be oriented different. Sometimes the indoor equipment's in an attic space. Sometimes it's in a closet, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it, I've seen package units more times than I can count. And that's where everything's all in one box and it's either outside or on the roof. I've, I've got family who's got it in a crawl space underneath their home. You know, so there's a lot of different ways yeah. that all this can be oriented. The, the main thing is there are typically three parts that happen to be 
working with your air conditioning at any given time. So if a homeowner were to call you and say, you know, I know I have a five ton, can you just give me a price over the phone? Why would they not want to do that? Well, first Why would you not want to do that? Yeah, first and foremost, I'm not very confident just by the measurements that I've done because we take measurements on every single home to see what size unit it needs. One, we don't know if that's the unit that they need. Um, is it gas heat? Is it electric? Is it heat pump? Is it a vertical? Is it a horizontal? There's so many different variables to that that you're not getting. If you're looking for just a price, you can go on the internet and look. You can go to Train's website right now, and they'll give you a, a range of what your air conditioning should cost in your region. Um, to get an accurate price, it's free to have most comfort advisors come out to your home anyways. One, you get to learn yeah. about the company. Two, you get to learn about some other options. And three, you get to have something designed for the way that you live in your home. Because we live a lot differently mm -hmm. than even just three years ago. You know, I've, I've seen master yeah. closets turned into offices. And now you've got three computer screens and two servers in there. And dining room tables or classrooms now. You know, these we can really design and tailor these air conditionings now. And I'm not even talking about it spending extra money. It's just the way yeah. that we can design it for you and your home. So, yeah, calling somebody, you can you can get a price, but you're not going to get a design. Yeah, I can give uh, an idea and a range about what it's going to cost, but I really have to be there. I want to see what's going on. I want to be I want to be as thorough as I can with you. Um, that's why sometimes we're hesitant to give you a price over the phone. Sometimes you may think you need a five ton, but maybe maybe you don't. Maybe there's something going on there that the uh, system's been working very inefficiently and it needed that extra tonnage to do the job, or maybe it's causing other issues, but it's there's no we're not trying to be disrespectful to to not do it over the phone. It's just I want to be thorough and I need to be there to look at things. Absolutely. You know, I think you know, it was study it was texas a&m and lsu take that for what you will i know you're an arkansas guy and i'm a red raider but um i believe the number was somewhere near in the state of texas over the last decade or so that 90 some odd percent of systems that were replaced were oversized for the home yeah and when you do these measurements and you see over and over and over again, you know, you're missing out on comfort. You're missing out on energy bills. You're declining the lifespan and longevity of your system and, and you're just increasing your breakdowns. And it's super important to get that right size. Yeah, absolutely. So what does happen when a when an AC breaks down, probably, and I'm just going to say, from my experience, the most common thing that we see here in Houston is an evaporator coil that starts leaking. Um, well, what does that mean? That, that's a good question. I wanted to, to kind of clarify what that means. So these systems are sealed, right? Like you shouldn't be refilling, uh, we call it, some people will say Freon, it's refrigerant. Uh, they shouldn't be you should never have to add Freon. Just it, gas it up, Brian. Gas it up. It's gas, gas and go, huh? Uh, that's not what's supposed to happen. No. There's a leak somewhere. 
Yeah, and uh, for us, our, in my experience, it's the evaporator coil. More often than not, it's not solely that, but and usually when it's that evaporator coil, we're talking about having to replace the evaporator coil, and that's an expensive repair. Um, we're probably somewhere around three thousand dollars to replace an evaporator coil. You know, it depends on the shop, uh, obviously the type of equipment, but that's what I've seen most often. Um, how about you, David? I mean, living in Houston, capacitors go out all the time. Uh, a capacitor yeah. is a little piece of equipment that kind of stores energy to help jumpstart your equipment. You have one outside and one inside. So one is helping to jumpstart that compressor when it takes that giant, giant draw of energy when it first kicks on. And the other one is up inside of the furnace helping that blower motor get up and going. Um they go out really often in Houston and you know, they're, they're measured by a thing called a microfarad, and these capacitors can actually be failed and the units still run. If, if you look at the tolerance they give you tolerances on every single capacitor, you might see numbers like a 35, five or a 45, five or whatever it may be. Anything out of that tolerance, it's failed, but it's not going to turn your system off until the hottest day of the year. Yes. And that's just the way it always goes. It's always that first really hot day. Um, you know, another one of the things that we see just right next in line, you, your blower motor. Yes. Blower motor is one of them. We see circuit boards going out because living in Houston, we get a lot of power surges. We get a lot of storms, hurricanes, things like this. And the, the power surges, it, can fry a lot of different parts and components in these units. And probably least likely, but, and not that it doesn't happen, but compressor issues would probably be a little bit down the line. But, you know, as far as, you know, things that you have to make really hard decisions, I think as the units are older, anything that goes wrong with them becomes a little bit harder if you want to invest any money to prolong it. Um, as opposed to replacing it. And when we say replace, sometimes we're talking about replacing one of those components. Sometimes we're talking about replacing two, sometimes all three. So um, when we say repair and replace, sometimes when we say replace, we're talking about replacing the whole system as opposed to doing anything short of that is considered a repair to yeah, us. But uh, yeah, and you know, speaking of those capacitors, that might be something that, depending on the age, depending on where you're at, maybe you do have that repair done. You know, that's something that's not um, on par with replacing a compressor or an evaporator. No, no we, we really want to emphasize that whole side of things. And, and we definitely want to have our own podcast about repair versus replace. And at what Absolutely. point do we think that, hey, yeah, go ahead, let's just change that part and call it a day? You know, and sometimes you just get tired of having that system going down and you just need to, oh, yeah. oh, I, I just want a new warranty. I want to be worry free. They're, they're just, and it's different for everybody. Budget pending, financing yeah. options, um, time it takes to get the parts. You know, these last couple of years, some of the parts were taking six weeks before they could get in. And these were warranty yeah. parts, you know, so you... You really got to weigh your options sometimes, but we want to make sure that you have every bit of information so that you can make that educated choice. 
Yeah, and, and the older the equipment is, it gets harder and harder to find parts for them because you got to think of all the manufacturers out there and all the different sizes and all the different, you know, it just gets really hard for them to keep up with it. And on a, a side note, you know, a lot of these things are really individualized choices that the homeowner is going to make. What your neighbor did, maybe that's not your best choice. Maybe Uncle Fred told you you should do this. Well, Uncle Fred doesn't have to live in this house if, you know, things take a turn for the worse, you know, so and he's not paying the power. Uh, I really like a lot of that can impact yeah, your yeah. energy consumption. Yeah, well, I mean, totally correct on that. <clears throat> you know, I think what it comes down to is it's, there is no one size fits all right, Brian. Absolutely. I, mean, I tell every homeowner that. I mean, it's, it's not our call to tell you when the time is to replace your equipment. We'll give you our personal mm -hmm. opinion. If you want to go a different route, we'll, we'll figure out the best possible thing for that time in your life and your budget and that system. And when the time is right, we're happy to help. That kind of thing. I know in this industry, there's a lot of people, you know, sales guys, design guys. And just like us, you know, we make a commission who want to upsell and sell people systems when they don't need it. And it's not fair to these homeowners. And, and that's another reason why we're doing this, because that is not who we are. That's not who our company is. You know, we work for yeah. a fantastic third generation family owned company here in Houston. And none of our technicians are even allowed to sell equipment. So there's like our homeowners know that there's no pressure. And if we're coming out, they know what we're coming out for. It's uh, there's just so yeah. many different things that moving forward we just want to be able to help that's all it is yeah i think we're very fortunate where we work that it's not um it's not like other places you know i do feel like i'm an educator i help people make good decisions i don't care what decision you make i just want you to know the pros and cons of whatever decision you go with and if you're going to go that direction at least i've done my job in preparing you for that um, and I don't even no, and, think we're salespeople. No, I tell people all the time, you know, I, I don't make a living off of you and your home. I make a living after everything is all said and done. And three, three years from now, your friend or your neighbor or coworker says that they're having issues. There's no doubt in your mind when you say, Hey, call David, call Brian. These guys are going to take care of you. And then again, yeah. I've had people who didn't go with us who still recommend us to their friends and family. So I know what we're doing is right. and it's a good <laughs> feeling when you leave that house and everybody's happy and comfortable, whether they replace it or not. Yeah. So, you know, in our future cast, we're going to go into a little bit more detail, but this was kind of like a, just here's, here we are, here's what we want to talk about. And here's why we feel qualified. Uh, we've certainly been in thousands of homes, uh, and it seems like that recurring theme was that people were just unprepared for this to happen. So now you know who we are. Uh, we're going to come We'd back with another. We'd love to be able to get to know you guys too. Um, questions and concerns and things that maybe you've dealt with in the past or anything that you have a question about when it comes to replacing or repairing your air conditioning, please feel free to reach out to either of us. Ask, leave comments, do whatever you need to do. And we're going to interact with every single one of you and we can talk about whatever it is and make everybody a little bit more at ease when this time comes for them. Yeah. Cause it comes for all yeah. of us. It comes for all of us. 
Yeah, and an educated consumer is our kind of consumer. We want you to know going in, because you're probably going to go with someone like us uh, if you're in Houston. Uh, but anyway, thanks for your time. You got anything else, David? Be blessed. Stay cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye, guys.